Not to be dramatic, but I'm obsessed with how much I just saved at Kohl's. I got 25% off Nike clothes for the kids, the cutest $39.99 flex hoodie for me, and got great Columbia gear for all our outdoor adventures. Did I mention the extra 20% off and the Kohl's cash I got? So yeah, not sure what I love more, fall deals or fall weather. Select styles, 20% offer ends October 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. You are now. I always do that. <laughs> hey. Hey, we with it today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuned in to another episode of Cat vs. Dog with myself, CJ, and my amazing extra dope co-host. I'm just regular. Nah. What's happening, y'all? Hella dope. Hella dope. What's his name? Oh, Dolomite. Just regular, regular ass nigga. I'm a regular ass nigga. Don't threw me off with the regular shit. Don't worry about what my name is. No. That's Ant. That's Young Dolomite. I know y'all already following him on all of that nigga. That nigga on all the social media platforms. Man. So, this is a very, very, very special episode today. This episode is dedicated to the one and only Nipsey Hustle. Neighborhood Nip. We love Nip here. But before we get into that, we're going to check in with each other. How was your week? I mean, well, I don't want to ask you how was your week, but... It was fucked outside up. Outside of that. It, it was consumed by that. It was consumed yeah, by Yeah, I, I was fucked yeah. up. I wasn't posting on social media. I was in a, a fucked up mood. Yeah. Arguing with niggas on Facebook about all, all types of fuckery and bullshit. Yeah. Whole, whole lot of fake energy, niggas clout chasing and all types of little... You know, switching sides and all this bullshit. Yeah. Uh, uh, my house closed escrow, so that's cool. I, I officially own my home. Yeah. Hey, that's major. Yeah. Congrats on that. Starting that marathon, that 30 year. Yeah. <laughs> Locked the, in. The 30 that's, year marathon. You shit. fixed right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so, it. Yeah, them, them niggas ain't finna jack up my shit. Nah. Well, how, was, how was your week? Man, um, being the music still going, baby. What's what's happening? She said, "Fade us out, nigga." Yeah, so turn it down a little bit. <laughs> my my week, it was consumed in the beginning. It definitely was. I'm not gonna even front because I'm really not that person to to be affected. Like when Whitney died, I was like, I was cracking jokes and and some more shit. When Michael died, I was like, ah, you know, I didn't. It did not affect me. But when it began to really set in that this that this man was passed and had, was gone, and then the way that it happened was just like, wait, what? So I, I was off. My, my week, for sure, in the beginning of the week was thrown off. And I, I did cry. I did. And it, and it came out of nowhere. Like, I was driving, and I just was like, I can't. I just could not, not think about it. And I feel like social media kind of adds injury to insult. Because you see the outcrying of other people, but then you also see, like you said, a lot of bullshit. And it's like, damn, y'all hella disrespectful. Yeah, so, you want to slap a nigga through the phone. Oh, yeah. It was a couple of y'all. I wanted to slap the hot mess out of y'all. I really did. I really did. But I had to just, I had to delete it. I deleted Facebook and Instagram off my phone Tuesday and Wednesday because I just was like, I can't. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not a Facebook or a social media thug. I'm not finna type up no whole paragraph and go back. My nigga, meet me. 
Yeah, I was just, I just drop a tweet, put it on Instagram, put my phone down and shit. Yeah. But I was like, these niggas. Because some of them, like, I seen niggas, like, trying to say, like, oh, you know, Big U made a live and people was on Big U live. Like, oh, shut up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why don't you go tell him that? Right. How about y'all go to the marathon store and say all this shit y'all saying at y'all house on your phone? Go to the marathon store and say that. What they would never. Yeah, hell no. They would never. Them niggas wouldn't go. Period. Um, I end up moving into my new place. That's crazy. Like we're both in this moving transition, so I'm excited about that. Just gotta unpack all these boxes and get situated. Like that shit's the worst. And I moved from a downstairs apartment to a upstairs mm. apartment. So that shit. <laughs> Not the storm clouds. <laughs> you ain't hosting a moving party. No, you know what? And my friends got on me about that the day that I do have out there. They was like, you just do shit. Like, we would have helped you. We would have, you know, came through. Why did you pay somebody? Because I just don't believe in waiting. I don't believe in holding up nobody's time and no shit like that. I just get it done. But so I got one in front of the Home Depot, and we moved ourselves, and we were done. And we, we started at two and was done at four. Perfect. <laughs> I get you niggas. We're going to be here all day. I don't, I'm good. I'm good. We How much it. you paid him? A Corona? Some... Nah, I gave him a hundred. Damn. I'm going to go start hanging out at Home Depot. They making bread, though. Don't think that they not Obviously. out there. They making bread. No lie. A pastor told me, like, we already know that selling that thing is the oldest profession. But it has always Coochie. been people. That thing. You Pussy. know what that thing is. Anyway. Shit. That thing could be dick. Well, selling that, that thing that could be a pistol. No. That, that sex thing? Pistol. Sex. Yeah. Right, sex pistol. Sex Fuck out of here. No. Um, so, yeah. No, we knocked it out quick. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's really nice. I need to hire me some uh, some some border brothers to help me with my shit. Cause... Hey, if you have a business or something that you, uh, you hang stuff, I need somebody. I need like a handyman. I need somebody to hang the TVs on the wall. I need somebody to paint because I want to do, like, some decorative shit and other shit. Like, that's a lucrative business. So if you do that, you know, feel free to DM the cat versus dog show if you're here in the Los Angeles area. But don't do that, I like, trying I to come over, God. though. Just fix the stuff and then and don't, and don't think don't. this is your way to hey, get in there. it's me, the <laughs> handyman. <laughs> The little 80s music start. <laughs> it ain't that kind of party. It's, my it's, drill. I got, I got my not. tools. Right. Like a beginning intro to a, a pornographic movie. I got the jackhammer. <laughs> See these niggas. <laughs> so where, 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 where do we start? I feel like we should start at the beginning. Like as far as dedicating the show to Nipsey and whatnot. So, Aunt is clearly, if y'all don't already know, born and raised here in L.A., right? Compton. Compton. So, you been on Nipsey. Yeah. I ain't going to say from the beginning, beginning. I got on, like, uh, what, 2010 mm-hmm. when Bullets 1 came out. Mm. Yeah, like, Bullets 1, I seen Hustle in the House on, I think, on World Star. And then I just got to Googling, like, oh, this nigga dope. And it was crazy because when I first seen him, I was like, this nigga not from 60s. This motherfucker look like he's some type of Indian or some mm-hmm. shit. Like, this nigga look Middle Eastern or some shit. Like, right. this nigga got these long ass braids. Pretty nigga. Right. But, you so know. So you could relate to him. Yeah, but oh, hell no, I ain't pretty. I'm ugly. Light skinned, pretty nigga. I'm just pretty. Then you have I'm braids and shit too? I mean, 
Huh? Yeah, I had braids. Long ass braids? Yeah, I had to cut them motherfuckers. I oh, said, too many niggas comparing me to Nipsey. Then I went bald-headed and got a beard. This nigga went and got a beard, and now it's, it's back like, oh, Nipsey Hustle. And that's another thing been fucking me up all week. Everybody been like, oh, you look like Nipsey. I don't look like Nipsey. Yeah, no, I don't think not at all. Nipsey at all. He got a long nose. I got a short nose. It's not. It's just his whole facial structure. It, it just doesn't look like Nipsey Hustle to me yeah, at no. all. He got that like ostrich look, like long. We, Nipsey is handsome as hell. Well, Very I'm not gonna call no other dude delicious, but you I know, didn't say that shit. I'm just saying he's a good-looking look man. Alike. Nah, I don't think y'all look alike at all. Yeah, no, not at all. So I wasn't introduced to Nipsey until what was it, 2016, 2017, when he dropped the mixtapes and was charging a hundred dollars. You know, like the word spread quick about 2013. that shit. Right? Was that 2013? Crenshaw. Okay, maybe it was 2013 then. And so I was like, who is this nigga that's got the audacity to sell a mixtape for $100? And I remember pulling it up and seeing a nigga with the braids and shit. And I'm like, this is some Cali shit. He kind of jammed, but I don't know. But it introduced me. What also came up was the video that's like been all over social media when he had the short curl and the hat and was talking about investing in the neighborhood and buying back and ownership and he was like a lot of cats want jewels and rings and this and that he was like but i'm trying to own property and i was like okay that's that's been my introduction to that was my introduction to nipsey and and has and following him it's always been things that he's done in the community it was not really the music for me until victory lap crazy because mm. shit crenshaw that motherfucker was worth a hundred was it Hell yeah. I don't, I don't think it was worth a hundred dollars. I don't know nobody. I, Beyonce album's banging. not worth a hundred dollars. That was the best album that came out that year. Okay. You're By entitled far. to that. It was. You're entitled to that. You, you can't name album came out twenty thirteen better than it, than Crenshaw. I don't even remember twenty thirteen. That's what, the crazy uh, part. I think Good Kid Mad City dropped that year. Was that that same year? I think so. I'm not no. sure. I can't. I can't fact check it because my phone is in front of me. Right. Recording, but I think that might have been the same year. Might have been. But no, way, no, 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 no. Crenshaw was better because it was before. It was before Kendrick. It was you before sure? Kendrick's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just know Crenshaw was better. Crenshaw was a shit. Good Kid, Mad City, 2012. Twelve. So okay, it was after so Good after. Kid, Mad City. Google being it when he dropped better. the mixtape. So I sort of swore that was 15, 16. Mm-mm. It was earlier than that. Yeah, it was like 13. Okay. Which mixtape we talking about? The one, yeah, whatever one he was selling for. 2013. 13, yeah, wow. I remember. That's crazy. And you know what's crazy? You know why I remember? Why? Because I spent the night outside of a fucking store to buy some fucking shoes. Mm. Mm. Them, them black and white bait Iversons, the snakeskin joints. Mm. You so lost. I, I spent the night outside the fucking store to buy them motherfuckers. I couldn't get the Crenshaw album because I ain't know where to get the motherfucker, so I just bought the shoes and shit with my little 150 bucks. Features with Dom Kim- Kennedy? Kennedy. Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, check me out. Is that another um, Cali rapper? Yeah. Or LA rapper? That nigga went on some offbeat shit and his whole damn career flopped. Oh, damn. Well, Never to be heard from again. Once, Matter once, of fact, he was on Double Up. Yeah, he was on Double Up. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Nipsey was like, you ain't finna do that offbeat shit on this song, nigga. <laughs> hey, but Nipsey, once Nipsey uh, 
blew up into what he became. Dom, that's when Dom lost the mojo. Nipsey took the mojo. Yeah, nigga, for real, something, nigga. He hit, he Thanos that nigga. It's it's crazy. <clears throat> so that's how we were we were introduced to him. Now, like, so his untimely death. Clearly, a lot of speculation around what happened. A lot of theories. Um, I think everyone knows now it was a previous miscommunication or not a miscommunication. I don't want to call it that. Uh, basically a bullshit ass nigga upset because Nipsey wasn't fucking with him like that because he was a snitch and he came back on some, well, shit, I'm gonna take your fucking life. And I, I think that allegedly, allegedly, that's allegedly. Yeah. We have to say allegedly here. So allegedly, and I think even before, like, we knew, let's, let's go back to, like, Tuesday or, or yeah, Tuesday. And people were saying it was the Dr. Sabi, that it was the government and this and that. It was blacks, other black people who were coming at black people who were saying this and, and, and just couldn't. That was so dismissive. And that was outrageous for us to think that the government would take Nipsey's life. And I'm like. Do you not know history? Do you not? Like, I don't think that that's the case, but it's not far-fetched to think that. And I'm like... I don't think they ever heard of Malcolm X. Have you not heard of Malcolm X? Or Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King, King. Or Tupac Shakur. Or Huey P. Newton. Like, all of them. And then for black people to be like, oh, y'all are always on this conspiracy theory type situation. And it's like, I don't see how we couldn't be. I don't I don't see how we could not be. Look what happened to um Left Eye. She Red was Hampton. on her way to was was she leaving seeing Dr. Savior on her way I to see leaving. Dr. Savior. She was leaving. And then you end up dead? Come mm-hmm. on now, y'all. Yeah. Like, it's not far fetched to think that. That what scares white culture and white privilege more than anything is black people. Coming together, black unity is a threat to their entire freaking structure. So it's not far-fetched to think that this man will be assassinated, especially now that in his death, everything that he was doing in the community, everything that he stood for being unveiled now is going to be at a, at a standstill for some time now. Not to say that it won't get done and it won't happen, but it's at a standstill because you took away the man who was pushing it yeah but we had a truce so that uh you know it's, it's looking like motherfuckers is pushing forward yeah because we ain't seen that since the early 90s man i don't know if you guys have had an opportunity to if you just watch the video of all these gangs that's another thing i want to say I've, i'm from houston right and i came and i saw the gangs unified if you not if you have no background or knowledge or didn't come up out here in this gang culture i don't feel like you need to uh involve yourself in that that's not nothing that you know anything about or that we'll ever understand that is strictly like and i get that gangs have branched out and they have crips and bloods in other states and other areas and this and that but i would feel like i would really be a cloud chaser if i had ran out there on on some gang on gang night yeah y'all don't want these politics no it's really deep it's deep yeah, y'all, y'all niggas don't want this shit. If you want to bang where you're from, go do that shit where you're from. But don't do it out here. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, 
Niggas, niggas come up missing out this way. Here's my thing. Just to, my thing, the... Not to be dramatic, but I'm obsessed with how much I just saved at Kohl's. I got 25% off Nike clothes for the kids. The cutest $39.99 flex hoodie for me. And got great Columbia gear for all our outdoor adventures. Did I mention the extra 20% off and the Kohl's cash I got? So, yeah, not sure what I love more, fall deals or fall weather. Select styles. 20% offer ends October 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. The fact that they were willing to unify is what it's about. Watching these men and women come together and walk and in support, in peace. Because I think it was, what was that night? One, when they had the candlelight vigil and they were saying, oh, people was out there shooting and somebody got stabbed and this, this and this. And it's like the narrative is always going to be misconstrued because we don't own any news networks. We don't have anybody to tell our stories. So if you're somewhere else and you're just watching this, you're not getting what's really going on. You're not going to see the unity. But I'm telling you, they saw it. They saw these Crips and these Bloods and these 60s and whatever else can come together in peace. You got to be mindful of what, what that means as a culture for our people, period. And the fact that we were able to come together and do that, nigga, we ought to be able to come together and do way more now. Yeah, we're trying to get that shit cracking in Compton and Watts. Yeah. Yeah, they already got it cracking in L.A. because they, they kept it L.A. So now we're trying to get that shit down uh, on our side um, in Compton and Watts and all that shit. It should be cracking. So when you say get it done, like, what do you mean exactly? Like how they, you know, basically pieced it up. All the, the OGs from A-Tray and Hoover mm-hmm. and 60s and all that, they, you know, had their little powwow and they got their shit together so they could have their little peace walk and all mm-hmm. that. Now we trying to do that shit in Compton. Okay, I see what you're saying. That yeah, is. You know, we, I don't think we was invited to the party, but we understood. Right. You know, because some of the motherfuckers like them niggas been beefing since the 60s. Like them, them some old beefs. Like right. them is some, it's some wounds that's not going to soon heal. Right. But, you know, they didn't do it for, for them. They did it for the generation after. Exactly. That's what it's about. We laying down the foundation work for our kids' kids to, to learn and breathe and eat off of a period. And I feel like that's what I, well, not this generation, but the generation before is missed. Like everything that I feel like Black Panthers did, our family generation, it was like that pass down of what that meant was dropped somewhere. And that's why sometimes you have disrespectful cats coming out of pocket because you don't know what it took to get to this point. You don't know what was invested in, in to get to this level. I mean, we don't just wake up and just have it like that, especially when you have structures in place to make sure that you don't become successful. Acknowledge that off top, not in a the white man is keeping me down type way, in a way that there are real live things in place to keep you from being successful as a black person, period. Just understand and adapt. That's it. And I feel like that's what Nipsey, that was all about, understanding this game and then adapting it, period. It wasn't built for us to win, and we know that. So learn it and then adapt yourself to it. That's what Hustlenomics was all about, period. I feel like it's not a, like the walk is cool, but we each individually can keep Nipsey's legacy alive. Yeah. Because, you know, basically his, his thing was ownership. 
Yeah. You know, grind real hard, get that shit out the mud, and mm-hmm. then keep that shit. You know, in, invest, reflip it, make your money, make money for you. Yeah. And Killer Mike talks about that all the time, too. Shout out to Killer Mike and, and his movement as well. Uh, he has a documentary on Netflix called, I think, was it? Trigger, Trigger Warning. Trigger Warning. And he talks about black ownership and Black Friday. Just side note on that. If you guys are have opportunity, Black Friday now is something that's going on across the nation. Where on Friday you find a black business to support and buy something from there. I don't care if it's a pen. I don't care if it's a meal. I don't care if it's a t-shirt. Find you a black business to invest in and then promote that. Don't come in there trying to nickel and dime. Just promote it. Support it and promote it and that's it. Yeah, and don't let one bad experience with a black business fuck your whole little life up. Because McDonald's will fuck your burger up 500 times and you'll keep on going. But if you get a bad order at one black restaurant... You don't want to fuck with them forever and your shit on them on Instagram. Facts. So don't Big be a facts. little bitch about it. Big facts. You know, these motherfuckers ain't got the 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 machine in place to do everything perfect like a lot of these places. So, you know, let them motherfuckers grow, get better, and do all that good shit. But without your support, that shit is not possible. It's not. So it's definitely not. Being uh I don't know what his Instagram name is, but he asked what's the call in number. Do we have that today? Call the number is 213-618-8961. All right, y'all heard it's that. It's crazy that I, like, know that shit by heart, but be forgetting this shit every time a motherfucker said, I don't be want to say one wrong number and have a nigga call in uh, Guadalupe <laughs> Hernandez and shit. She like, bueno. He like, is this the Cat versus Dog podcast? I love y'all, nigga. Y'all niggas is hilarious. What's 618? What's the last one? Which is like, yeah? Uh, 8961. But yeah, Post. and if you call, keep hey, it short, it. keep it sweet. Don't try to don't try to uh stay on this motherfucker all day and shit. We appreciate the support, even yeah, though my do. co-host got all these we rules do, for y'all ass. We do, but keep it short. <laughs> so um, I feel like everywhere in the black community has like a Crenshaw and Slauson. I was talking with my dad about it and. He clearly was not, didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was beforehand, but, you know, due to his untimely death and how he died, it unveiled everything that he was doing. And it was like, how do we bridge that gap between the older generation and the new generation with what he was doing? Yeah, y'all got MLK Sundays, though. What's MLK Sundays? Y'all don't do the Sunday on MLK, motherfuckers sitting sideways and all yeah, that type of shit. Yeah, we had that, but that's not that's, that's like, not that's, bridging. That's like our Crenshaw, but no bridging yeah, oh, the okay, gap. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it's it's just keep on doing what the. It's basically like it's like the the blueprints in the music. Yeah, it's in interviews. It's written down. Yeah, shit. I I recently found out that Nipsey had a book called The Marathon. I gotta find that shit and go pick I didn't that know up. That either. Yeah, I ain't know that, but I didn't even. Yeah, nigga, I, I I saw that shit on Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck? I ain't know this nigga had a book, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go find that. You know what? One of the biggest things that I saw that I definitely or from this happening is he saw the value. A lot of times we don't see the value in our own community. He owned that block on on Slauson and Crenshaw, yeah, because he's from there. But he saw the value in our own community. Mind you, now you see. L.A. is going to put this rail through there. They're going to gentrify that whole area. So for him to buy that buy that block up, it's like we have to learn to start seeing the value in our own shit. 
period. Stop letting somebody else. The real estate, our music, our way of dressing, our creativity, all of it across the board. When we if we valued ourselves, honestly, like how white people and they don't value us but know the worth, we we would be unstoppable, bro. Yeah, they they know the value of the culture that we create. Yeah. Like, and, them motherfuckers know they can make millions off of shit that we just making up on a daily fucking basis. Whether it be dances that them niggas are stealing on Fortnite. Yeah. Our music, the way we dress, the way we design shit, the way we change shit and, you know, turn shit into something. Yeah. We turn bullshit into the best shit. The best. And them motherfuckers will come through and monetize it and act like we ain't never touched the motherfucker. Hell no. That, that speaks to Hell's Angels. It's a whole biker gang that has T-shirts. Has a television show after them that's on TBS that's been running for freaking forever, and it's held up here. It's it's held in high regard. But then that same type of thing when it comes to gang crips and bloods here is, oh my god, yeah, them motherfuckers just had a shootout in Texas where it was like eight people dead, thirty two injured, and nobody got locked up. Nobody. Oh, good, clean, fun. Everybody's white. Fuck it. It's it's okay. It's, like, it's not a gang then, though. Mayonnaise-flavored motherfuckers. But that's, again, because we don't own any type of media. I can spin the narrative however I would like to when I own the shit. And I can, you being a newscast, like, I really thought I wanted to be a journalist until I understood what went into that. Having to say things and promote things that you know are unauthentic, that are false. That if you lived that life and came up in a black neighborhood, like, it doesn't operate and go this way. Right? Yeah, and, um, shout out and congratulations to Don Lemon for being uh, engaged to your boyfriend. It's a beautiful thing. I love love. How did that tie? <laughs> He's a you- journalist. Oh, as a journalist. Yeah. Where did you see that at? Instagram. It was on the shade room. Oh, okay. It well, was some white people shit, too, because he proposed with, like, a dog necklace or some shit. Are you serious? Yeah, it was like, will you marry my papa? I'm like, yeah, that's some white people shit. And then I was like, Don Lemon, I suspected he was gay, but I didn't really think he was gay, but he's gay. Here's my thing, and maybe I'm thinking too deep into this, and check me if I'm wrong. You, a dog? D-O-G. A dog, like, that's, a that's. roof, roof. When you think about black culture and things and and monkeys and stuff like that that we've been, and then you're going to propose to me and you're going to use something that's attached to a dog, I have an issue with that. I don't see the love in that. I don't know. They're white. He not white. Don Lemon is black. White people love dogs, though. They love dogs like they love niggas. No. If a cop shoot a dog, he going to jail. A cop shoot a nigga, he going home. You're right. The value is more on the dog. So you gave me a dog collar to propose to me. You own me. Is that what we're saying? No, now? he didn't give him it to wear. The no, dog, he, he put he it on He gave him there. the dog. Oh, he gave and him a dog? And it was on his little necklace. So when he got the oh. dog, the dog had the little chain bullshit on. Yeah. And it said, will you marry my papa? So it might have been the white man's dog already. So he gave Don Lemon the dog. Like, okay. Here, here's the doggy. And you know white people love them fucking little mutts and shit, so... You know, that's, that's how he weird. proposed. I was like, that's, I guess that's sweet in white people world, but, you know, that's congratulations, weird. Don Lemon. I love dogs, but please don't do that. Because <laughs> please don't. 
<laughs> yeah, stinking ass My next husband, please don't do that. Give you a, a no, fucking, uh-uh. and he and he gonna be black, so he gonna give you a Rottweiler or a pit bull or some <laughs> big ass dog. Nick, Nick uh, uh, a black person, big dog. gangsta <laughs> ass dog. <laughs> so stupid dog name gonna be Sheba or some shit. I can't with you, Cleopatra. Today. Something urban, I'm sure. So I just wanted the thirties out here real quick too. I don't know. I'm sure it's all over the ground, but I just wanted to make a point to share Nipsey's like seven tips. Well, not tips, but seven principles that he lived by as far as investing. And so I'll I'll be brief. Um, they're going. They're they're on our Instagram page. So if you miss them or whatnot, they're on I they're on the Cat vs. Dog um, podcast Instagram page under the We Love Nip highlights. Like Nip got a whole thing on ours. We on it. So one is hustleonomics. It's just learning as you go, and I think that's vital because so many people now, especially this generation now, is trying to take the elevator to success. There is no elevator. You got to take the stairs. You got to learn as you go. Period. The steps. That's the, like that's the best way to grow your business and a lot of this not necessarily let someone take advantage of you and it's just like you see all these young cats running here getting these deals this this and this nipsey was able to fortify a major deal major deal because he knew the game yeah and he learned he was willing to learn like I, that's another thing i was telling my co-host earlier if you watching all these nipsey hustle clips and this and that when they ask him a question is that a caller um the, his immediate his immediate response is, I read in a book somewhere. Yeah, we, we gotta bring that value back to reading. Period. Yeah, and every day you don't learn is a wasted day. Might as well not even happen. Facts. So you know, when they, whenever you consider yourself doing something, if if you're not learning, it's like it, it, you stay green and grow, or get ripe and rot. When you get to the point that you think you know everything, it's probably because you don't know shit. Yeah. Um, period number two on turn up versus on up which is basically for y'all cats that's going out here to the club throwing throwing your money up and my thing is i feel like there's a season and a time for that people always like take it to the extreme like you saying i can't have fun you saying i can't do this no but when you doing that more than investing back in your community or you're doing that more and you don't have a savings saved up somewhere, especially if you have kids. That's when it's the problem. That's when it's detrimental to to you as a whole and as the community. We need everybody to get on board. It's not just a a one on one type situation. We need everybody to get on board. Period. Yeah, and that's why his last album was Victory Lap and not the first one. You're not supposed to celebrate until after you win. Boom. Nigga, don't be dancing after every fucking basket. Yeah. Get on defense, nigga. That's it. But entrepreneurship, want to own. That's it. Own it. Buy some shit. Quit renting some shit. You know. Buy and matter of fact, buy some shit of value. That's key. Of value. We we buying shit, but they don't have no value. Niggas will buy some dumb shit all day. Yeah. Buy some shit that's gonna appreciate and not depreciate. That shit makes you look stupid. Yeah. And stop bragging about how much you pay for some shit if you overpaid. Stop bragging about something that you bought, period. Because that just says, like, 
if you want to buy something, buy it. And then that's in general in life. I tell women, men, anybody, buy because you want it. Don't buy because you're trying to impress the next person. Yeah, nigga, because my car not going to get you no fucking wear. Period. Period. Unless you're paying for a ride and putting gas in the motherfucker. Nah. Gas 409 out here, so it's a killer. You're going to have to come up off of it. It's ridiculous. Man, hell yeah. Now, my car only take 91. <laughs> Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty? sizzling to perfection it's time to cheer for egg mcmuffin and fresh cracked eggs at mcdonald's it's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest to goodness morning meal breakfast it's on at mcdonald's now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal prices and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal so if you got some 91 money, nigga, we can go anywhere. We can go up to 91. You stupid. Black capital. And I think this is just uh, basically reiterating what I just said. He saw the value in our own shit. That's, that's it. Developing the platform of seeing the value of ours before somebody coming. How many beauty supplies and chicken stops and whatever is owned by the Chinese community in our neighborhood? It shouldn't be that way. Yeah, pretty much. It shouldn't be that way. And we should be able to go into their neighborhoods and do that same shit they do to us. We could never. You niggas better go get you a motherfucking burger stand or a barbecue spot and open that bitch up in the middle with the whitest neighborhood you can find. Because trust me, they love our food. And I feel like, though, it would be so affluent. If we did that, it would be probably successful as hell. If I can cook, I would. I can cook, but... That's that's not my passion, but I know it's somebody's passion out there. If that's your passion and it's your gift, like you, I, and that's one thing I see a lot out here in LA. It's nothing for a cat to get out in front of their house, in front of their house, and whip up whatever, whether it's barbecue, whether it's these tacos, because that's huge out here, and start there. And that goes back to saying, like, some people just want to get out here. I want a storefront. I want to have this, this, and this. Understand, you got to start here and work your way up. Period. Yeah, and brick and mortars is kind of playing out for a lot of shit. Hell yeah, nigga, you better get you some uh, get you a Squarespace or a Shopify site and sell them motherfuckers online. That's it. Because overhead is a waste of fucking money a lot of times. Sometimes it's good to have a storefront, but most of the time, you know, nowadays you can sell shit online, nigga. Shipping and handling, nigga. Ask Amazon; they ain't got no shops at all. Uber fine your business. Billions, man. It's, it's, it's basically Uberfying your business. Yeah. Where you can make money without having to have any type of overhead like that, period. I've never heard that word, but I'm going to start using that. Uberfying, Uber yeah. You said Uber? Uberfying. Uberfying. Uberfying yeah, your business. Yeah, all that. That shit sound like a, uh, like what you call that shit? Uh, a sorority or a uh, Uberfy some shit? Oh, shut up. Uberfy <laughs> capital. You stupid. Number five, breaking the chain. Supply chains. That's the same thing we just talked about. Fuck right the middleman. Proud to pay. Go direct. 
Yeah. Period. Integrate vertically. Eliminate all the middlemen. Nigga, create, market, and sell all your own shit. So you won't have to pay nobody to do that motherfucking shit for you. That's it. Fuck the middleman. You know what's vital in us coming together is being able to use your personal circle to grow together. Like you should, I feel like I learned this from one of my mentors out here. She was like, whatever I need done, let's say I need a paper notarized. I have a homegirl for that. If I need uh, something sold, I don't take it to a cleaners. I have a homegirl for that. Being able to pull these resources from your own inner circle instead of constantly going out and paying out money to somebody else's business that we're building for them. Do you know how much the black community has sent Chinese kids to school? Mm. Nail shops, beauty supplies. We sending all day kids to college. Yeah, go to Diamond and then Bar, I'll, you'll see it. And then we are struggling taking out grants and some more shit to send ours. We got to do better. Yeah. Period. And number, what's, we're on seven. This is the last one. We, we have a caller. Oh, okay. Hi, Cat versus Dog. This is CJ. Hey, what, hey what's up? What's up, man? I'm, um, this is D Green, man. I need to tap in. And I have a question. Okay, go ahead, sir. All right. So when you say I gotta for my for our people, so sometimes you know you gotta characterize as people. So mm-hmm. I, you know I wanna I'm, I'm gonna buy from my black business. So you know I'm I'm, I'm purchasing things from my black business. I'm gonna start my own little black business as a black man. Mm-hmm. And saying that is I went through a, a black man when I knew I seen an Asian, you know, that had the same type of business. But I went through a black man out of fate and out of just you know what I mean you know want to support another one. Mm-hmm. But fast forward. Two months later, I still haven't got my product. How how can we as black people, you know, stay trying to help each other out and, and work within each other, but not get, you know what I mean? Like, you want to, you not you know how they say you do black business, say you, you don't want it for cheap or you don't want it, you know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Pay the yeah. same price. We want to get the same type of service, too, though, as people. We got to get better at that, too, if we want to come together. Yeah. And not, I'm just saying that. Dude. I hope y'all feel what I'm saying, though, because it's frustrating because it's not just this. It's on other terms, too. Mm-hmm. But this one is more like holding me down because I put my savings into this, yeah. and I still ain't got my shit. Yeah, I, 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 I said that earlier. Like, you know, when, when you're dealing with a black business and, you know, like you said, if they burn you, then, you know, you're going to have to, you know, deal with that accordingly. But, you know, just as yeah. black entrepreneurs, we're going to have to step our shit up, too. Yeah. Like, you know, as salesmen, mm-hmm. you can't do shady business, especially when it's it's our people doing the business with you. Like, you know, you can't shade your patrons. Right. So, you know, as a black business, we're going to have to step up our business acumen. But, you know, also as customers, like, you know, deal with that motherfucker like you would deal with the white man. Because if the white man fuck your shit up and you keep supporting, do that same shit with the black man. But, you know, if he fucks you over to the point where you just like, nah, nigga, I can't have it, then, you know, you just going to have to move on. Hopefully you find another black business to support. Yeah. But, you know, don't just yeah, shit on yeah. all black business because you had one bad experience because a lot of motherfuckers one do that shit. That's what I think I want. That's- like, it sucks that that happened to you, but I think more so, long as it doesn't taint you <laughs> wanting to support black businesses across the board, that was an unfortunate experience. And and that's my thing. It's like we hold it so tight when it's one of us. And I, and I get why, because it's one of us. And it's like, damn, you going to do me like this? But... 
don't disregard, you know, all of them. It's like you the same way we have to find when I'm looking for someone to do, whether it's my nails, my hair, whatever, I'm looking for a real estate agent. I try to find somebody who can vouch for that person, you know, when I'm doing business, period. So find you somebody who is credible and somebody can tell you, oh, yeah, I did business with them. They were X, Y, and Z, and it was good, and it was successful, or no, nah, don't do business with them, and they was a little late on this, or whatever the case may be. We have to verify and research. We can't go off of two either. Right. Oh, they black, so I know they got me, because I think sometimes we do that too, and then, then we end up in yeah. a situation. Check Google and Facebook. Yeah. That's usually what I do. Or verify. YouTube, you know, because, you know, nine times out of ten, motherfuckers will tell you what type of business this person is doing. Like, it was a a shoe company I was going to deal with that was black on. But I heard motherfucker was doing some shady business. So I was like, yeah, nigga, I'm going to go ahead and leave you where you at. You know, hopefully another motherfucker Man. come that's doing the same type of shit you doing. But I'm not finna fuck my bread off because I already see the type of shit you on. So, you know, certain motherfuckers, you just going to have to avoid them and go on to the next one. You know, but, you know, just hopefully you keep on with the motherfuckers who, you know, support you like I, i'll just find another black business to support yeah i'm sure that person ain't the only black person doing what that person is doing man ding on that it's multiple one of us doing things out here so you know nah. and not just to you but i mean to everybody if that one failed you in that area brother go out here and find somebody else because i promise you it's somebody else doing it yeah so i yeah, hope that it, helped your, your situation and, and uh, I, I appreciate what y'all, you know what I mean, saying I appreciate y'all show and y'all, man, y'all advice. Y'all been talking some real, so I just, I ain't gonna take too much time, and I'm gonna holler at y'all. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. All right. All, All right. right. Yeah. But, yeah, for sure on that. But, yeah, like, shit, you know, like with a lot of a lot of black businesses, because, you know, sometimes when it comes to people and, and black business, they like to, oh, I ain't gonna say like to complain. Mm -hmm. But some motherfuckers, you'll, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, I can go to the Chinese man and get it for this. I can go to this this people and get it for this. You know, sometimes it, it's harder for a black business to get off the ground because we don't got the same plugs the Asians got. No. A lot of them motherfuckers getting their shit directly from China. Yeah. So they getting that motherfucker for the under-under. That's why they could undercut us and showstop in our neighborhoods because yeah. these motherfuckers is getting that shit for the low-low. Prime example, all these fucking buffets. They getting that food for the cheapest of the cheapest, like Hell pennies yeah. to the pound. Stray cats mm -hmm. and dogs, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> Plug. Plug. Down the street. <laughs> nigga, you eating the motherfucking <laughs> orange chicken rat flavor. Right. You know, so fuck and, that shit. Hey, no lie. I wonder, and this, and this just a random thought I had, I swear to God, like a week ago. Like, it don't bother. Is it because? they don't see cats and dogs how we see them, that they think that shit is okay? Or is it because they not eating that so shit? So it's literally okay. Is it okay? Because, because if we was in India, they wouldn't eat cows. But I think, like, to start to deceive a group of people, because you're not saying it's a cat or a dog. When you put it at that buffet, you saying, food. but you lying. you saying it's chicken. And my thing is, where's the repercussions for they ass for that shit? You know every one of them are doing that you shit. You literally got to catch them. That's the only way. Yeah, like, nigga, ever since I ate this orange chicken, nigga, I just been meowing and licking my hand and some more shit. So, okay with this that's, the, that's the only way you can catch them. You literally got to be like, this is a cat's leg. Shit, KFC get caught up in that kind of shit all the time, so. Yeah, KFC slipping. Y'all niggas got to go ask Ling Ling how she get down that's with it. That's nasty. Uh, shout out to the homie, Shanae. She said that red is delicious. Damn. 
I don't want no parts of that. They said rat is delicious on Demolition Man. Yeah. And she was like, nigga, you see any cows around this motherfucker? That nigga said, that's the best fucking rat burger I ever had. Nah, I'm good on that. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm cool, nigga. That shit don't sound appetizing at all. But I don't trust Chinese food. I, I rarely ever eat yeah, at Chinese restaurants because I'm like, nah, nigga. Coming up, I mean, I'm sure I ate a whole bunch of cat, dog, and rat and some other shit because coming up in the H, like, it was cat nothing to go to a, chi- dog. a Chinese buffet and tear it up. But as an adult, you know better, so you do better. So I don't really frequent. A Chinese buffet. Now, yeah, because I went to one and them niggas had like Jello with a grape in it. Mm-mm. I thought that shit was an eyeball. Cause um, you seen um, Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. You are okay. that food he was eating. I was like, oh shit, this, this looks like that shit. I'm cool. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ain't that the what it's called? Fuck? The Ark of the Covenant. When did that shit come out? Like eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, late 80s. Look how she Nigga! <laughs> I never watched it. I never met another black person who's watched anything with Indiana Jones. So. I got some whitewashed family members. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm not. It was, hey. They was like, oh, you want to see this? I was like, not exactly, but fuck it. I ain't got shit better to do than fuck. I learned something new about my co-host today. He, he out here watching Indiana Jones. <laughs> I ain't seen the motherfucker since, but just from the image of the movie, and then when I went to the Chinese food restaurant and seen some shit that looked similar, I was like, yeah, I don't eat this shit. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on Chinese buffet, hungry. and I'm good on Indiana Jones. So I don't want neither Let's one. Relax. Let's relax. Let's <laughs> relax. What, Chinese Oh, that's your shit? No, Indiana Jones is classic. For real? Oh, my God. I only seen that shit once. Video game classic, too. Yeah, the ride at Disneyland yeah. was dope. Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, she, she a little bit younger than us, so. She don't tell us her age. Because yeah. it ain't you niggas' business. Yeah. Mm. But if it went by height, she got to be at least Okay, 60. here we go. <laughs> I said I was not going to cuss this episode. And see, every time, every time, my dad was like, why y'all got to cuss so much? I'd be like, Dad, it's them. Them? It's y'all. Ain't that a bitch? Hey, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's Shout out bullshit. to my dad. He a real one. <laughs> I love you. Shout out Michael Smith. Man, I love what you. What a name. Man. So, okay. Let's address, since we're in this space now, and briefly, though. We ain't going to stay here long. You you can't tell, or I, I want to address it as a person from from Houston, as regarding to Nipsey, and H-time, not baby. really, like, I get, so here's my thing. I saw a lot of people, this is why I ended up deleting the app or deleting Facebook and Instagram for a minute off my phone when Nipsey happened because every dude has something to say like, y'all niggas crying over uh, Nipsey Hustle. Y'all didn't even know the nigga. Y'all wasn't even jamming the music like that. Y'all wouldn't. And it was like you had to, if you understood anything about music, you know he was an independent artist. When you're an independent artist, you don't have that machine behind you. So I don't expect, and he had those heavy in the beginning too, West Coast beats. That's not going to play in a Houston. That's not going to play in a Florida or an Atlanta. So the first, his first commercial album was Victory Lap, which was hella popular, which was Grammy nominated. So... Yes, people are just now getting on the Nipsey wave, but it should have bothered you because this was a black man, and this is a story that all too happen, all too often happens in our neighborhood. You know how many Lauren Londons it is of the world? 
who have lost a brother, lost a husband, lost an uncle to some bullshit, who, who may not even been doing half of what Nipsey was doing, but was providing for his family. Like just if he wasn't doing anything else, he was a provider and a protector of his family and his community. And I think that's why that shit bothered me personally. It wasn't that it was just Nipsey. It's like this shit is still going on. All of the shit and things that we've overcome and successes that we've had as a culture, it seems like shit like this is still happening and it's heavy. And then it could have been, now we have to speculate. The crazy part is when he died, all this speculation surrounding his death is uneasy and unsettling. So then for you to hop on social media and be like, oh, you niggas is bandwagon. No, a black man is dead. You know, 90% of them niggas saying that shit didn't know Tupac. But they probably got a picture of him in the wall in their fucking bedroom. Here's another thing. When people were comparing him to Tupac. Oh, you, you, you're doing too much by comparing him to Tupac. I will say this. We got to stop comparing one another against him. Why can't Nipsey be Nipsey? Pac be Pac. It's the same thing even in basketball. Let Jordan be Jordan. Let Kobe be Kobe. I don't have to pit you against each other to figure out who's the greatest. We can all be great, period. That's a woman thing. Well, I don't have to cancel you out, though, to shine. No, we don't. But see, us men in sports, it's just fun to compare. Is it? Yeah. And what are, who's comparing, though? Men. Men are comparing, but like I'm if, saying, but what is he like doing at for a us? Bar- at a barbershop, we just like, who's better? I mean, I get it's, in a barbershop setting. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not going to short their money. Like, it's not like, no. as us, we like, oh, fuck y'all. We no. don't like that person. It's like, no, nah, nigga, we just like, we feel like this is my favorite person. So we going to argue my favorite person against your favorite person. Why? No shade. We don't want to see your favorite player get injured or nothing. We don't want to stop that nigga's paper. We just like to compare because that's just what men do. I like what Cube said. Cube says there could never be a GOAT because time is not up. You can't say who the greatest of all time is in anything because time is not up. No. Nah, I, 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 I seen I, I, a I shirt like that, that said uh, GOAT, G-O-T-E, greatest of their era. There we go. We can say that. I'm good. Jordan was the greatest of his era. Yeah. I'll give him that. LeBron's and I think LeBron better. is the, I, I agree LeBron with that better. too. I think that <laughs> LeBron is better. <laughs> but like, I just want you, you dudes and you men to know that when you hop on something like that, you sound very bitter. Salty. You sound salty. Like, I don't even understand why it will bother you so heavily to see a outcrying of emotion and, the black community bothered by this loss. Like, why is that such a, even if you never listened to one Nipsey Hussle song, if somebody posted that they were, but why does that bother you? Like niggas wasn't crying over their punk ass favorite rapper or they, or they punk ass cousin who died. Right. Your niggas wasn't doing all this when my auntie got shot. I seen somebody post today. Your auntie ain't never did nothing for the community, nigga. Even if she didn't, here's my thing though. But that's what my thing is when Nipsey, to me, it represented all the loss. It's not just his loss. It's all the loss. Because if you just a black man who's a janitor or a plumber and you getting up every day going to work and somebody guns you down, I still feel that loss. Like, I feel like his loss represented that. Yeah, it was like when Trayvon Martin got killed. Exactly. 
So like, if you gonna get on a bandwagon, Trayvon Martin, that nigga from Florida, exactly nigga, you ain't from Florida, nigga. Like no, nigga. It's the injustice of it. Yeah, that nigga could have been your family, motherfucker. That that's that's why I avoided a lot of confrontation on social media with people because it's like if we was gonna bandwagon anything, why not bandwagon it? Why not jump on the bandwagon to stop the violence? Jump on the bandwagon to continue to support our community i'm on that bandwagon i'm on it yeah with your bitch ass because you know niggas just like some niggas just enjoy being that one guy like oh everybody's going this yes. way let me let me swing this way but see at how the many detriment people of I can what get to follow me oh yeah like i said some niggas will will like to go the other direction even if it's the wrong direction yeah like some niggas will literally go the wrong way just to call themselves different and that's like stupid. oh all, all you guys over here doing the right shit, huh? Let me stand out. Right. Like, what the hell up? Yeah, you gonna go ahead and stand on the wrong side of history so you can look like the cool guy. And you really made yourself look like a fucking clown. You really did. And here's my thing. When you see things, even if that bothered you, that's fine. Use, everybody has their own platform. Your Instagram page, your Facebook page, that's your platform. No matter if you got two followers or 2,000 or 2 million, shine your light on what you do care about. Stop illuminating the negative. I get, I see that all the time. Negative this. I don't like this. This is stupid. That's stupid. For what? Illuminate the shit that you do like. Spread some positivity. Life is hard enough. So when you get on here complaining with this negative ass shit, no lie. If I see so much negative shit on somebody's page, I will delete you. I don't have time for that. Period. Let's stop making time for that in our energy and our space because that has a way of manifesting itself. Chill with that. Use your platform to do something positive, period. And if you don't have nothing positive to say, I'm telling you, like my mama told me, shut your mouth. Yeah. And if another nigga star fall, that's not going to make your star shine no brighter. Fucking weirdo. Period. Like, you know, niggas niggas love to try to tear a nigga down like that's going to make them come up, and it's never the case. It's never. Get together with some like-minded people. No, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't get around no other haters. No. Dumbass nigga. <laughs> well, let them, my <laughs> thing is, let them be over there. Let the Kodak Blacks of the world be over there. And you and your people get together. And if it's two of y'all or 200 of y'all, and y'all focus on what y'all want to do, which is positive, you don't have to even entertain that. When I see people doing negative or somebody come on my page, appreciate that. No problem. No, I don't appreciate it. Appreciate that. You're, you're entitled to say whatever you want to say. It's not going to put no money in my pocket and no clothes on my son's back, so I ain't doing no trip. I shit on him and then say, <laughs> God bless you. Be bitch. blessed. Yeah. Take your bitch ass to church, motherfucker. Yeah. God bless you, bitch. It's it's just, it's ridiculous. So I just wanted to, to throw that out there on that. Like these principles, these things, and that Nipsey was trying to implement in our community was not just for the community, but these are things to live by. Female yeah. or male. How you operate with people, how you do business. My daddy told me a long, long time ago, you treat the janitor and the CEO the same way. Period. Yeah. And that's the type of cat Nipsey was. Yeah, because I'm, someday I'm the janitor you. may become the CEO and your punk ass might need a job. Ding. Then what? But we, 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 we in this clout chasing. And I hate that word. I really do. Because I feel like there's always been people who have done things. And it's not a cloud chasing. I think it's just people want attention. Like you just said, it's just, I want to say something opposite just because I see somebody else doing this. And you look stupid. 
Yeah, exactly. Because everybody, motherfuckers is in a race to be different. Like, motherfuckers will literally make themselves look fucking stupid. Like, niggas will bury themselves alive to prove they know how to use a shovel. But here's my thing. We are already different. You being you is different enough. Nobody can beat you at being you. Be the best you you can be, my nigga. That's, that's it. That's a win for you already. You don't have to compare yourself to the next man. And, and then, that's where that seed of jealousy, though, is planted. And that's why shit like this happens. Because you had niggas sitting at home going, why why me and, and not, why him and not me? Because they wasting the same 24 that they got in their motherfucking day. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, you, you mad at me because I'm working hard while you chilling? That's it. Nigga, you ain't going to get rich from the couch. Hmm. So. what? And, and for you biblical ones, faith without works is dead. As a motherfucker. So you just talking about hoping and wishing ain't going to get you there. Yeah, nigga. Sometimes you got to answer your own prayers. Nigga, believe in yourself. (laughs) You got to believe in yourself. Man, shout out to 2 Chain. That's what I listen to that I know at least six, seven times out of the week. Believe in yourself. Who else going to believe in you? Yeah, and if you're going to believe in something, why not believe in me? (laughs) Praise young Dolomite. (laughs) As hell. I, I um I really appreciate that we have this platform right here to to even acknowledge him and to dedicate this show to him and, and just take this moment to do that. I really really do. Oh, I brought these papers in for the fellas because Young Dolomite uh lives far out and being works being is a workaholic. So and y'all if 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 I'm talking about people who real life know me. If you want one of those, I will get you one of those papers. I saw cats out here selling the papers for $50. Being uh, our engineer, he sent that to me. And I was like, damn, like that's crazy. The nation was out here passing these papers out. They nor- Do they normally charge? Donations. No, hell no. Take they take donations. donations. Yeah. They yeah. were out there at the marathon store, like literally walking up to people like, sister, did you get one? Brother, did you get one? Make sure you get one. Mm-hmm. Like, so don't don't buy nothing trying to, to do that. If you know me for real, I'll get you a paper. It's nothing. Yeah, All praise is due to Allah. Do we have a, a bonus or a topic from, from Ben you want us to kind of go out on? Damn, she said a topic. I, I mean, not a topic. Uh, what is that, a bonus? bonus. We a got, bonus. Yeah, we, yeah, we got a bonus. Um, re, uh, yesterday or the day before, I think it was yesterday, Kodak Black was on did a face, uh, Instagram Live where he said that he'll be a good match for Laura London. You know, he like, she a widow now. You know, I can take her. I could be, you know, the, the perfect man for it. And then at a time like this, like, he's not even, you know, in the ground or however they chose where his final resting place would be. Mm-hmm. He's not even there yet. How you guys feel about that? And, you know, this is this, this is the exact thing where it's a, it's millions of, uh, uh, what's the little black bastard name again? Uh, the one we talking about, uh, Kodak Black. Kodak so it's a million Kodak uh, Blacks out there. I thought there. you were going to say a Piccanini. No, no. Right, I, I went deep like that, too. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a million Kodaks out here. Mm-hmm. How you guys feel about this this frame of mind or this 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 thought or what, that he had, and how can we change that in the future for the youngins? Mm. Whoop your kids' asses. Um, he He's talking like a nigga who ain't never been punched in the fucking mouth before. Mm. 
So until somebody literally does that, that nigga's just going to keep saying stupid shit because from pretty much the the most I know of Kodak Black is he's just the nigga who says stupid ass shit online all day. Every time I hear his name, I know that he does music. I heard, I've heard that he's a rapper. But nine times out of ten, when you hear Kodak Black name, it's, it's attached to some bullshit. True. You know, he either going to jail or saying some disrespectful bullshit to somebody. And, you know, he keep, you know, he basically taking the flag of Takashi 69 which is, I'm going to say some bullshit until somebody checks me or something happens to me. So, you know, he pretty much just running on, you know, I'm going to say some wild shit. My name going to be at the top of the fucking news ticker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to see what happens. So, you know, no flies on, nigga. You'll find out what that means. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to Kodak Black saying that, I feel like number one, it's extremely disrespectful, but how we address it is men have to start holding other men accountable. Another, uh, a woman checking a man, nothing will check another man like another man, period. You, he has songs with Gucci man, you know, who are people who've been around the industry, who are well-respected. I feel like cats like that who have done music with him should get at him and call him up and be like, bro, what's going on? Come, come, go see this nigga immediately. Out of respect for Nipsey, out of respect for rap and hip-hop culture as a whole, because when we let one another disrespect each other like that how can i say something to a white man how can i say something to a chinese man when i'm letting kodak black talk reckless like that Mm -hmm. and so as far as the young culture i want i want these older heads who know to take one of these knuckleheads if it's if it's the cat up the block if it's somebody from your church if you know this boy young boy don't have no guidance get in his life period get in your own son's life that's what it's going to take. Yes, a woman can raise a boy, but it's nothing like another man getting at a man. That Just the register in his tone is going to sit differently. That's the structure of creation, period. Yeah, but a lot of these OGs is bitches. That too. So listen, I, let me correct this too, because somebody had the audacity to say something to me about me using the word OG. When I say OG, it's nothing to me, because when we use it, a older person. Older gentleman. A older gentleman. That's it. A nigga who done been around, who done seen some things, period. To help you, I hang around nothing but 40, 50 plus year old women. Some married, some divorced, some in different positions working in that career so that I can learn and soak up that knowledge from them. So I can watch, okay, this is what they did that worked. This is what they didn't do. That shit didn't work. Boom, and apply it to my life. You need to be constantly surrounding yourself where you can learn. If you around, I feel like Kodak Black is just a project, is a product of a nigga who's been around a lot of bullshit. Mm. A lot of other bullshit. And ain't nobody said nothing to him. So now he thinks bullshit is acceptable. Mm. Somebody got to get at him, period. That's that's the value of having real motherfuckers around you. Like, you can tell Nipsey was raised around real niggas. Like, he was up under Big U. He was around other niggas who was men of respect, integrity, mm-hmm. character, morals, and shit. Man. Kodak Black seemed like he was raised in the projects around a bunch of single mothers and other little bitch-ass niggas like him running around saying dumb shit and not getting their ass whooped. That's it. Black women, stop babying your sons. Fuck Hold them accountable. You, you can fuck them up for a little bit. Hold them accountable. Stop babying them, because this world going to get at them. Well... What it's looking like. After this uh, great episode, today's winner 
CJ. You win. Hey, can I? Wait, is that my Cali dance? Let me get on on one time. <laughs> um, yeah. That's been another episode of the Cat vs. Dog podcast. They don't want to let me shine out here, y'all. Whatever they don't. Was, they don't did, want me to shine. It looked okay. I'm your host, Young Dolomite, with my lovely co-host. I don't know about them dancing skills, CJ. I told y'all I couldn't dance. Hey, we getting it in up in here today, man. Peace, love, and blessings to you. All that. R.I.P. Nipsey. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. 